Hi guys, welcome back to Two Sisters, One TV, the classic TV podcast where we talk about all things and everything classic TV. Today I want to kind of basically take a detour from what we normally talk about on this podcast, kind of deviate from what our normal subjects and topics are. I want to talk about... Um, the very first concert that I have been to since the pandemic hit. I had been to a concert in three, four years. And this past weekend, my sister and I went to see Brian Wilson and his band and Chicago. They are on tour together for the rest of the summer. Not sure exactly when their tour will come to an end. Will uh, it end in July or August? I'm not sure. But I just want to take the time to kind of talk about that and share my thoughts and, you know, do a little brief review here. Um, Brian Wilson and his band. Now, for those of you who do not know, Brian Wilson, of course, the mastermind behind the Beach Boys, one of the founding members of the band. Um, he is on tour again with his band. Now, for those of you who do not know, the Beach Boys are split into two camps. You have Brian Wilson and his band, which consists of Alan Jardine, another founding member of the Beach Boys, and his son, Matt Jardine, and also uh, Blondie Chaplin, who joined the Beach Boys in the early 70s. He was a member for a couple of years. And then you have the other guys who are also in the band. Now, you have on the other side, Mike Love, another founding member of the group and Bruce Johnson, who joined the group in 1965. I believe Mike's son, Christian, is back with the band. And you also have, on occasion, David Marks, another early member of the band. He, from time to time, will also play with Mike and Bruce and their version. Now, also, along with Mike and his group, Mike and Bruce and their band, on occasion, you'll have John Stamos perform. John Stamos, one of the biggest Beach Boy fans in history, very close friend of Mike Love. And uh, so, you know, he also will perform on occasion with Mike and Bruce and company. Now, how did they split? Well, that's definitely for another episode for another time because there's just so much backstory about the Beach Boys. Their history is very long. It's a 60-year history. That's how long they've been out there making music and bringing entertainment and joy to so many of us. Very complicated relationships within that band. Very complicated history. Very blessed history. Uh, but that's, again, for another day. That's going to be a really long episode if and when I actually do that. But Mike Love is the one who carries, he and his version, they carry the Beach Boys name. So let's say you see online or wherever you're on the radio, oh, the Beach Boys are coming to town. What you're seeing or what you're going to be seeing or who's going to be coming are Mike and Bruce and possibly David Marks, Christian, maybe John Stamos. It's that version. It's not Brian Wilson. It's not Al Jardine. Um, how did they get that particular, how, why are they known as the Beach Boys? Well, this was settled legally, I believe, in the late 90s or early 2000s. There was a vote taken. There was a lawsuit between Al Jardine and Mike Love, and everyone had to vote within the band, and including Brian Wilson himself, they voted, uh, you know, pretty 
except for Al Jardine, of course, it was pretty unanimous that Mike should carry the Beach Boys name since his voice is the one which is synonymous with most of their biggest hits. I mean, just take a listen to California Girls, Fun, 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 Shervin USA, Little Deuce Coop, Shut Down, Surfing Safari. That's Mike Love's voice that you hear on those songs. So as a result, that's why he is the one who carries the Beach Boys name. A lot of fans vehemently disagree with this. As for me, I can take it or leave it. There are a lot of very passionate Beach Boys fans out there. Uh, I have my opinions, my points of view, but I'm not argumentative about it in any kind of way. I respect the opinions of others. And I'm just basically about enjoying the music. I, you know, I'm very fond of all of the members of the band. I love, like I said, uh, the music itself. And, you know, I don't take sides. But anyway, um, Brian and his band, they, you know, um, did an amazing job. Uh, They performed first and then Chicago followed. Now, due to my forgetfulness of how it is to prepare to go to a concert I did so much slowing around and procrastinating that as a result we were late and I am still kind of kicking myself for that I am pretty much past it but not entirely by the time we got there Brian and his band were in the middle of doing Sail on Sailor and I was absolutely heartbroken devastated, gutted. The reason why is because the Beach Boys are my favorite band. They have been since I was nine years old. It's been a 42-year love affair with me and their music. Now, I like all kinds of music. I mean, I like hip-hop, big band, classic rock, pop. I love instrumental. I mean, like um, classical music like Beethoven. I like any kind of music that you can think of. I've always been a big music lover. My family was a big into music so that was passed on to me passed on to my sister so I like everything every genre of music out there I like something from it something within it but the Beach Boys are my favorite there's just something about their music that's brought so much joy and happiness to my life that's really touched my heart so when I realized that we were late for their set I was very upset because in some of the cities where the tour has been, Chicago has gone on first. And then, the you know, Brian Wilson and company followed. But this time, Brian and company went on first and then Chicago followed. And so I was in disbelief. Now, we did get to see half of their set, fortunately. We didn't miss it all. We didn't get there after it was over. We didn't get there on the last song. We got to hear them do quite a few songs. They did. We got to hear them do I Can Hear Music, Good Vibrations, Wouldn't It Be Nice, Sloop John B., Surfing USA, fun, fun, fun. So I'm grateful for what we did get to hear. And I have seen Brian Wilson before. I've seen he and his band before. This was my third time to see them. So I have heard all these songs before live. So it wasn't like it was the first time. So, you know, I take comfort in that as well. But there is a lot of debate amongst Beach Boys fans right now. Because Brian, of course, is 80 years old. He turned 80, uh, I believe, last week on the 20th. And 
he's not in the best physical condition. He's had a lot of back problems. He's had a couple of back surgeries. And he, at this point, is in a wheelchair. And I must say that when their set was over um, and I saw his assistant, I didn't know that Brian was sitting behind the piano in a wheelchair. That I was not aware of. Because, of course, we didn't see them when they came out on stage. So I thought that he was, you know, because Brian always sits behind the piano. Sometimes he doesn't even play the piano. Sometimes he does. He pretty much performs at his own leisure when he's in concert. Sometimes he doesn't sing at all. Sometimes he will sing. Like when we saw him, he sang on Surfing USA. He sang on Good Vibrations. But there were other songs he did not sing on at all. Sometimes he doesn't play. Sometimes he just kind of just sits there. Um, kind of in his own world. But he does, from what I understand, what I've read, he does love to tour. He loves to be in the environment. He loves to be with the people. He loves to hear those songs that he helped to write and that he composed all those years ago as a young man. So the way I see it, if he's able, if he's up to touring, he should be able to go out there and continue to do it. I mean, it's his life. It's his decision. We should respect that. Now, there are people out there who are wondering, is he touring by force? Is it about the money? Probably so. I'm sure that there is a monetary purpose within his touring. Because, I mean, that's basically how musical artists make their money these days is by touring. I'm sure that is a factor. But there are people out there who are just really upset about it. I think that they are just, I mean, there are arguments about it. Beach Boys fans are very passionate. Those are the most passionate fans I've ever seen. Now, like I said, I stay out of the arguments and the debates. But, I mean, just go to some of the Facebook groups that that are out there. And you're going to see all kinds of arguments and debates. And it's just, it's it's it could be pretty intense. Um... I think that, like I said, Brian should stay out there and tour and do what he wants to as, as much as, as as long as he can and as long as he's able to do so. That's the way that I see it. Now, he'll stop when he's ready. Uh, but, you know, people kind of should just, just kind of just really leave the man alone. You know, I mean, I admit, like I said, when I saw him being wheeled from behind the piano in the wheelchair, it broke my heart. I could have cried. I did not... But that's an an image I will never forget seeing. And of course, after, you know, he was wheeled from behind the piano, he was taken, helped off stage. He's on a walker and he was helped off stage with his assistant. And I remember that, you know, we were standing, a lot of us, and we were, you know, giving him a standing ovation as well as the rest of the band. And I watched him until he was completely out of sight and off stage. It just really did something to me. And I'll never forget seeing that. Um, Very surreal, to say the least. But um, again, they did a marvelous job. His band is so tight. Fantastic musicians. Really good singers. You know, and of course, just seeing Brian again was a real thrill and a real pleasure and an honor. Because the man is a legend. He's an icon. He has brought happiness to so many of us for so long and just seeing him whether he's singing or playing or not I don't care I'm one of those people who does not care just seeing him is something so special 
So Brian and his band, you know, they, they did their set and then they left the stage. And then, of course, Chicago came out about probably half an hour later, maybe 45 minutes later. We'd never seen Chicago before. They were phenomenal. Now, some people out there are calling them a tribute band, which I vehemently disagree with because you still have Robert Lamb, who is a founding member. He's still there. And a couple of other gentlemen are uh, also founding members are still there in the band. I don't consider that to be a tribute band. You do have new members or newer members, yes, but it's about the music. And they are a very tight band. They were fantastic. Um, they have a singer, do not know the gentleman's name. They have a singer who, you know, sounds very similar to Peter Cetera because you have to have a vocalist who sounds similar to Peter Cetera in Chicago. If, if, you know, you're going to tour, especially because people want to hear the hits and Peter Cetera, his voice is a part of some of their biggest hits. You know, so it makes sense that you have someone who can hit those notes the way that he did. But anyway, they did so many of their songs. They did a lot of their early stuff, like Color My World, Beginnings, Does Anybody Know What Time It Is? They did the ballads like Hard to Say I'm Sorry, Heart Habit to Break, If You Leave Me Now, You're the Inspiration. They did a new song. I believe the song is titled If This Is Goodbye. Total Chicago fashion, all of the horns and the great vocals. I really liked it. The audience was there. I must say this was a Chicago audience. The audience, for the most part, the majority of the audience did not come to see Brian Wilson. They didn't come to see the Beach Boys. A lot of them didn't know anything about the Beach Boys, not familiar with their music. The guy sitting next to me was scrolling through his phone looking up the Beach Boys on Wikipedia because he admitted to the people he came with that he didn't know anything about the music. They didn't know anything about it either. I happened to overhear them talking and they admitted they didn't know anything about the music. They knew none of their songs. And a lot of the people who were sitting there kind of were like deer in headlights. They were just there to see Chicago. They were not feeling the Beach Boys or Brian Wilson at all. Now, there were Brian Wilson fans there because Brian got about two, three standing ovations. Um, but again, this was a, this was a Chicago crowd. And that's when they got enthusiastic when Chicago took the stage and they heard Saturday in the park. They heard old days and they heard all of those classic Chicago songs that, uh, you know, 25 to 624, just you and me. That's when they began to, to really get involved. And that's when they were really interactive. And of course, I totally get that. I mean, Chicago was wonderful. I am still on a high. But having finally seen them after all of these years, I've been, a, my first introduction to Chicago was 1976 when um, If You Leave Me Now came out. And of course, it was a big number one hit. It was a Grammy award winning hit. That was the first song I heard by Chicago. I was five years old, sitting in my grandparents' 1968 Chevy. We're sitting in front of Safeway. My grandmother went inside to get something very quickly. We left, the radio was left on. They left the car on. I was out there with my mom and she left the car on. And If You Leave Me Now came on the radio. And that was the very first Chicago song I ever heard. Well, hearing it at the concert the other night, brought back so many emotions from that time of my family and just 
the 70s and being a kid, I started to cry. I was in tears. It was such an emotional moment for me to hear if you leave me now live and in person for the first time. Now, as for my sister, the number one show, the number one song rather in the country, the day she was born was Hard to Say I'm Sorry. And of course, they did that song. They killed it. And she got to hear the number one song in the country on the day that she was born performed live. And I was so happy for her. I nudged her and she taped the whole thing on her phone. And I am so happy that she got to experience that because a lot of people don't get that experience. You don't get to hear the number one song in the country on the day that you were born performed live. Now, it happened to me as well. The number one song in the, in the country on the day I was born was Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Well, I saw Three Dog Night with an ex years ago in Las Vegas. And the last song that they did was Joy to the World. And of course, I was elated because, again, you don't get to have that experience. You know, very few people have that experience. And I was so happy to get to hear, you know, Joy to the World done live. It was wonderful. So I was so happy that that was something that she got to experience as well. It's something that we both share. And it was wonderful. The concert, I would do it all over again. I would be on time, but even if we were late still, I would do it all over again. And if you have the chance to see Brian Wilson and his band, if you have the chance to see Chicago during this tour, go see them. Because honestly, that's one reason why, I think that's why I got so upset about Brian's set missing half of it. Because I've heard these songs in concert before. Um, Of course, each time is different, but I couldn't help but think that with Brian's physical condition, um, this might have been the last time that we, you know, will ever see him. And that's why I was so upset. Now, he might have one more tour left within him, but then again, he might not. I mean, only time will tell. So if you have the chance to go see him and his band, you have the chance to go see Chicago, I highly recommend going to see them. If you like their music, if you're fans of their music, or you like good music, period, go and see this show. You will not be disappointed. Like I said, now in regard to Brian, like I said, he's not very interactive. He doesn't interact with, you know, the audience. He doesn't interact with the members of the band. He's pretty much in his own world and like he does what he wants. But still, just to see him is something, like I said, that's so special. Same thing with Chicago. To see Robert Lamb, who's still a good-looking guy, by the way. And also the other guys who are original members, founding members of the band. That's something special. And just to hear those songs, because music is just something I treasure. I treasure music. I listen to music every day of my life. No matter what I'm doing, if I don't even go anywhere, if I don't leave my house... I'm listening to music. So just to hear those songs performed live is just something that is, it's just so unique. And it's an unforgettable, exhilarating experience. So again, I recommend going to either, uh, you know, Chicago has a website, Brian Wilson has a website, the Beach Boys, they have a website. They tell you about what's going on with Brian Wilson and Al Jardine. Um, You can also go to Google, find out if they're coming where you are, find out when the tour is going to be, you know, how much longer they're going to be out there touring. Go and see the show. It was really, really good, honestly. Not just because I'm fans of these groups, but... I'm just telling the truth. 
the show was unforgettable. It was phenomenal. And whatever happens next for Brian, as well as Chicago, as well as the other guys in Brian's band, um, I wish them all nothing but much continued success. I have much love for both of these groups. I mean, the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson, Chicago, I love them all. So, you know, go out there and check them out. They seem to be alternating, though, because, again, in in some cities, Chicago goes first. They do a shorter set. And then Brian Wilson and his band finish out the show. In our case, it was the opposite. Brian was on first, then Chicago finished up. In some cities, when Chicago goes on first, because uh, Brian Wilson or the Beach Boys and Chicago, they have a history. Uh, the song Wishing You Were Here, which was released around 1974, features the Beach Boys on background vocals. Al Jardine, Mike Love, Carl Wilson, I believe also Dennis Wilson. They all sing back, they all sang background vocals on Wishing You Were Here. And in the cities where Chicago takes the stage first, well, Alan Jardine, Matt Jardine, a couple other guys, they go on, they, you know, they sing along with Chicago on Wishing You Were Here. Well, that didn't happen, of course, when we saw them. Uh, however, during Darlin, when Brian and his band did Darlin, the horn section from Chicago came out and they played. It was great. So again, I just wanted to, again, just kind of do something different today. Whether I'm going to actually do a Beach Boys episode remains to be seen. If I do it, I think it's going to be pretty long because, I mean, there was a lot of history about that band, a lot to tell about those guys. So that would be a long episode. I might do it. Uh, It would be a lot of fun. But uh, again, just to give you a heads up, it's going to be a long one. <laughs> I just already know that. Um, don't think I could do an episode about Chicago. I probably could. I'd have to do some research on Chicago. I don't know as much about them as I do about the Beach Boys. Who knows? Maybe I'll start doing, we rather will start incorporating music into this podcast. Not sure. It's still going to be about classic TV, 95%. But every now and then we might throw a little music out there because this was a lot of fun to do. This was a fun episode to do. They're all fun to do. But going in a different direction, talking about the concert and going off into music was something that was exciting just to think about doing. So we might keep this going. Remains to be seen. But we'll definitely let you know and keep you updated. So anyway, that's going to wrap up the episode. I knew it was going to be too long, but again, this is my first concert in so long and I was so excited about it. I'm still on a high from it. I want to share the experience with you all and just, you know, give my little review here. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this. We certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. We'll be back with a brand new episode in about a week or so. It'll, again, we're going back to the pla- back to the classic TV format as usual. So we'll be back with something brand new for you. And until that time, we'll see you all then.